go ahead and kick things off with a, another quality joke. Can't wait. Again, this isn't one that I looked up, it just fruition came to me, <laughs> but I, I'm sure it exists previously. So what does a cat say when it gets hurt? Oh no, I already know this one. Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> so stupid. Pretty bad. All right, that's bad. That's yeah. pretty bad. That's something, that's one I will tell my daughter when she gets home from camp today, though. She'll be pumped. Yeah, she'll love she, it. If, yeah, she'll actually laugh harder if she knew that I told you. Yeah, in fact, in fact I should wait for you to tell her. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you, you take it away. Take it away. <laughs> By all means. <laughs> uh, so the topic I wanted to talk about is uh, a, a word that's near and dear to your heart. Uh, you're not wearing a shirt that has it right now, but you do have a sh many shirts that have it on there. Yeah. Uh, and in, in lieu of the experience we had last Saturday night. Oh, man. Uh, so what what is freedom to you? And let, let's just go with that. What's freedom to you? Yeah. So, well, let's talk about our experience Saturday night first. Does that sound all right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so, so Chase and I, we went to, uh, this is my first time ever doing this, but we went to the, what do they call that? The trash car races over in a small town close to where we live, the trash car races. And I know a lot of you guys have probably been to them. I don't know where I've been living, but I've been missing out <laughs> because, because when we got there, it was just like, it was so awesome to be like in, in kind of like the hometown feel of things. We show up, everybody's just happy to be there. And I mean, it's like your classic sort of like what you'd picture like the perfect redneck night to be, <laughs> yes, right? Yeah. You know, like just big jacked up trucks, a plethora of mullets, like, and, uh, and then we get into the arena and, uh, and the dirt track is where the cars race and the cars go around in this like muddy track. And it's more about, it's like bumper cars with real cars that happens to be 12 laps and whoever's car is still running wins. And then in between the races in the middle of the like arena, that's in the middle of the track they build like a whole bunch of berms and big tractor tires and stuff and then they turn these kids loose with their beat up old trucks and just have them beat the crap out of the trucks going through mud and everything and and just being with the energy of the crowd being being like connected to the people that were there i i haven't seen that many american flags in one place in a long time yeah and and i was joking halfway and laughing and having fun but on the other hand i was like it feels good to like respect the flag that, that flies for our country and what that flag actually represents and what it means and what it what it provides, at least for me in my life. And I even had a couple of like, you know, it's weird. You can find your most spiritual moments in the most random places. And <laughs> I, I had a couple of really pretty deep spiritual kind of deep emotional moments while watching a dude in a mullet jump a truck off a ramp, you know, like, like it was awesome, man. It was, it was great. Just to, just to think of like where we live at the time we live with the freedoms that we have to say the things that we want to say, to live the way that we want to live, to, to have the ability to make the choices that we can make on our own of our own dependence, independence, like, it was just an awesome experience. Oh, all yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would definitely back that up. And I appreciate you guys inviting us to, to come attend. I, I'd never been to one of those either. I've seen a, a, was a demolition derby before. Yeah. And while it has a similar energy, it is not the same thing. No. Um, but 
I had some similar experiences. I mean, you, you and I were sitting on that back row and we had, you know, the rest of the family sitting in tears before us. And there were so many points where I was dying laughing and I'd look <laughs> over and you were dying laughing at the same stupid thing that was happening. Um, and, and there's kind of that, that sense of freedom too, where you're just able to like let loose. Fully and, let it go. Yeah, fully let go. I mean, there, there was one point where I, I at least had tears coming out of my face because of how bizarre and uh, I, I don't, it, it just otherworldly that experience was relative to what's going on in my normal day to day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was such a contrast too, for me to like, to have those moments. And I love what you said about being able to fully let it go. I didn't realize how tightly wound my life has become. You know, you just, you just go through the day-to-day -day grind and depending on what we do with our lives, you know, if I follow a certain news feed for too long, then it starts to wind down that the world's falling apart. And yeah. I start seeing some of the political things going on in, in our world that I don't necessarily agree with. And that starts to wind me tighter. And, and I don't even realize that I'm stifling myself until we go to some place like that and have that full release where that laughter, like the laughter that we shared together and had Oh man, when that car, when, when that car fishtailed around that first turn and it shot like, it shot mud, like literally 50 feet right over the first two rows of people and just caked them in mud. <laughs> they stood up, they're all pissed off. What? That was, I mean, that, that part was like, and when I could not stop laughing and after that, everything felt lighter. Everything oh, yeah. felt freer. Like, and I thought, man, like what just thinking about what we've been through the last couple of years with the covid stuff and then everything else after that all the other riots and things that happen and just the wrangling that's been going on and in, in just our political discourse all that stuff like i don't think many people in fact i think i said this to you or to my wife or something but i would love to take i would love to take like a whole city like go get the whole city of new york urban population on top of each other, compressed, pressurized. Let's give them one night at the trash car races. And, and I guarantee you that crime rates go down in those big cities because it's just like, oh, release, like, let it go. Like, it's okay to let it go. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I could see that. I was thinking how cool it would be to take some of uh, the young men that, that we work with, I work with and go do something like that. I mean, I, I love seeing people get out in nature and come experience something like this, where you're, you're moving your body, you're, you're seeing all these different, you were talking about uh, game signs earlier, little things like that, watching the, the, the berries and seeing uh, on trees and shale rock and everything like all the little little things that make up the world around us in this kind of natural environment, that's one type of freedom, like this feeling right now, right? Looking out over the valley. Um, and then having something like that where it's just energy, uh, release. Release, release. And, and kind of a communal experience um, and having something kind of bigger that's going on. And it's almost like there's different ways to experience freedom. Yes. Um, and so are there, are there any others that, that really help you tap into your own identity or purpose or, or, or even just to, to feel uh, more liberation? That's a good question. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about freedom and we, we might, you know, my daughters want freedom. 
to like stay on their phones all night or to, you know, do whatever else they want. And I don't know that that's necessarily the right kind of freedom, but I'm thinking about something you said that the right kind of freedom includes something bigger than us. You know, like there's a greater cause or that even the communal element of being at the trash car races, like being with being in with common humanity, you know, like being in that experience together with a group of people, that was part of the freedom of it all, which is interesting. Um, and, and I think about like what freedom means in terms of what it means to live in our country. Like we, every, there's, it's no argument that we are the most free country, most free society really that's ever existed on the face of the earth. And, and what does that actually mean? Cause we still have laws. We still have boundaries. We still have, you know, expectations. But but what we have, I think, is a set of principles that as a nation that we were founded on, that set of principles is what speaks freedom. The, the ability to not have a limit to what I can go and decide to do to pursue in my life, you know, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, being created equal with everybody else. Um, being able to offer you the same sort of like you, we, we all have our own track that we can all move to wherever we want. And we agree that that's good for you. And it's good for me. Um, you know, the ability to, and, and this is, uh, this is hard because there, we do have like different ideas on things, but the ability to allow people to worship whatever God they decide to worship according to the dictates of their own conscience, like, all of that is it's freedom you know and if if we don't value that we don't see it for what it is you know then we start to lose it or we take it for granted and then and then we live these miserable lives not realizing that we're sitting on maybe one of the best gifts we could possibly have hmm. i don't know what are your thoughts on it Man, there's a couple different directions that came in my head, and one of them I, is uh, is about a, a movie that uh, Chelsea and I watched this past week. Um, it's called The Whale. Have you ever? The Whale. Yeah, heard anything about it? Um, so this is a movie with Brendan Fraser uh, that came out. I don't know, maybe maybe a couple years ago, and it's it's a, a guy that's probably 400 pounds uh, that he uh, is the actor for puts on this you know this bodysuit um, and do all this makeup and stuff and and it shows uh, a week of his life this isn't based on any true story or anything like that um, a week of what his life was as a, as a, a teacher an online teacher um, as a, a brother-in-law, as a, a father, as an ex-husband, um, and somebody that's getting proselyted to, actually, kind of funny. Um, and the, one of the things that I felt while I was watching this movie is how shackled down he was by his own weight. And not necessarily that it was the weight, it was the addiction to food that he um, consumed. 
I felt so sad. Like I yeah. felt really sad yeah. at different points. I mean, it's a heavy movie. Um, not one that I would maybe recommend for everybody. It's a very thoughtful movie and a lot of uh, deep themes about you know religion, um, sexual identity, ton ton of information or um, scenes about relationships uh, specifically and communication, um, decision making, all of that. It, it's really interesting, but the that's one of the biggest feelings that I came away with is how there, we really do decide into or out of our own freedom and captivity. It's like whatever decision we make, it's, it's towards one of those things um, as, as an individual. And so there's kind of this scale that you're talking about where it's like as a society, right? As, yeah. a, as a whole culture, like how, how are we navigating this concept of freedom um, and the interplay between each other? Um, and it's also simultaneously decisions that we make Individually. Individually. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one thing that is, is so so interesting to me. And this is essentially the work that, that we do, right, at Love Strong and, and elsewhere is is figure out how do we become more and more unshackled and live with greater freedom. Yeah, that's I think that's what the essence of being wholehearted is, is living a free life. You know, and I love I love what you said there, Chase, because I'm thinking about the example you gave in the movie or like several of our clients, like <clears throat> I would say that what we do, most of most of our work is trying to help people shake the chains of their own imprisonment, whether that was stuff that was done to them or whether that's stuff they've done to themselves and to live lives of more freedom, right? Mm, yeah. And and the interesting thing that sometimes, you know, my, my daughter wants to be on her phone for five hours and I say no to her, if she can discipline herself to be on her phone for 10 minutes today, instead of five hours, in the long run, she maintains more freedom of choice than if she stays on her phone every day for five hours and then is so addicted that she can't function without it. It's a hard sell right? to a teenager. It's a hard sell to a teenager. And it doesn't make sense until you've actually lived it out for a while and seen the freedom that comes. Or like being, you talk to, talk to any person who's like a recovering addict, who's had a significant addiction, and, and they understand in a different way the concept that you're talking about of my choice to be disciplined and my choice to make hard choices, even the ones that sometimes I don't like for the greater good, is absolutely imperative for my overall freedom. You know, you and I can only get out and hike at least to the level we did, which isn't even as high as we wanted to go because we have a certain level of self-care and a certain level of exercise and a certain level of fitness. And it's not great. <laughs> like we should be up there, but this is our level. This is our limit of freedom today. Right. And, and, and this, and this allows us to be able to get out because we take some care of our bodies, right? If we took better care of our bodies, we would actually have a better view and we'd be higher up and we'd have more freedom to be in more wilderness that other people don't touch. Right. Um, the thing that's coming to my mind is that scene from Sandlot. And I don't know why, but when the vacuum blows up and that one kid comes down and he's like, just, he's the only one that was, he's got stuck in there. It's just coated in dust. And just, I blame myself. We've been going about this all wrong. I blame myself. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I think that's true. Like that's the beautiful thing about accountability with freedom is there's always something we can do to react, respond, change, grow. We still always have the freedom of choice and, and making those choices either creates more freedom or it leads to more captivity. Yeah. And I'm going to tell dubs next time, Hey, 
don't bring ribs, pulled pork, mac and cheese, <laughs> and baked beans to my house at 9, 8, 9 p.m. right before I'm going to bed. Don't do that. Don't bring a whole platter of that to my house. You knew I was hungry. <laughs> you should set some boundaries. <laughs> set some boundaries with your buddy, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, choked on a rib. Yeah. Coming up. <laughs> Serious. That's why we're stuck right here. Yeah. On so, the rocks. Yeah. Dang it. That's a good, that's a good thought today, Chase. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about anyone who's listening to this, considering your own lives and what are the things that you have that you're maybe taking for granted, but, but also what are the things that you have at, at your fingertips to do for your own lives to instill more freedom, whether that's in physical means or emotional means, spiritual, any of the, any of the areas of life. I think that's a really good point. And I know that, you know, kind of wrapping up, um, that's been on my mind recently with even trying to get into a better physical state so I can spend more quality time with my kids. Like that's a huge value of mine. Yeah. And I, I want that to be significant and available in their lives. Um, and so, you know, just to reiterate what you're saying, you know, figuring out what your values are and setting goals around those so you can have the freedom to to hold on to that yeah. and really like live fully in those those things yeah yeah discipline equals freedom which is almost its own form of dialectic <laughs> yeah. but yeah that's a great concept and thinking about that like your your kids are young and you keep taking good care of your body you're going to create for them the ability to have experiences that they otherwise won't be able to have you're going to take them 10 miles back in a mountain range somewhere and have them experience a lightning storm all by themselves with nowhere to turn to but God. And, you know, you're going to be able to teach them that they can feel their bodies and their hearts beating and feel the coolness of the air. And because they're way back up high in some mountain pass where there's still some snow glaciers or whatever else that is. And giving those opportunities to your kids, that's one of your values it might be worth not eating the mac and cheese tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Like honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good thought, Chase. Amen. Yeah. All right. See you guys next time.